So this is the weekend early show and now we are talking all things animation. And you know, while still a young industry, you know, compared to other parts of the world, of course, South Africa's animation industry has been around for quite some time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's quite amazing, uh, what has actually transpired and, and the types of, uh, end products that we have from this, considering that there are only a handful of studios. But today I'd love to just, uh, this morning I'd love to zone in on a triggerfish animation and what they have done done with a Triggerfish Academy and this just happens to be one of a number of Triggerfish's uh Triggerfish initiatives to train and diversify the next generation of young aspiring African animators and to speak to us about this uh we do have the head creator of the Triggerfish Academy on the line uh Tim Argel welcome thank you for speaking to us so early this morning thank you so much so hi, I'm Paul. It's a pleasure. And you know, I must say, I'm I'm quite. I was quite excited about this, considering how much um, animation has grown in our country. I mean, it's on such a positive trajectory, and you know, the, the scope of this is is so broad that there are just so many different uh, career choices within animation to choose from. That's true. Um, animation is a growing industry, and that's global. It's not just here in South Africa, but obviously, as a young industry, we are sort of following the trends that are global. But what's been happening for the last 10 or 15 years is that as skilled animators in South Africa prove themselves, they get headhunted into the big studios around the world. So it's quite tough for us to hold on to skill here in South Africa, and there's always a big demand. And it's one of the reasons why we we launched the Academy uh, to generate more interest, to help people see that it's a viable career, and also to help those who think it might be the thing that they should do, work that out while they're still young before their parents invest lots of money in an inexpensive education. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's, it's so wonderful that you have this as just a, a starting point for uh, young aspiring animators. And, you know, what has the response been uh, with uh, Triggerfish Academy so far? So far, it's been really positive. It's obviously really early days. We've launched this online platform, which is absolutely free. You just go to triggerfish.com and there's an academy tab and you'll find there around 25 videos that introduce uh, aspirant animators to the career and the different career opportunities inside of animation. Um, It's really diverse. I think a lot of people think animation is just one thing, but there are lots of sort of specific tasks within the process that you could identify, and the sooner you identify and work out which one you're most compatible with, the better off you're going to be. So we try to do that in the program, is just sort of outline what a storyboard artist would do or what an animator would do or what a concept artist would do and help um, young people work out which of those things they are most aligned to. And you know, uh, you know, uh, speaking of 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 which, uh, finding out so of what they are um, aligned to, you know, I find it quite fascinating that uh, just the, the 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 choices are are so broad. And you know, when it comes to being a concept artist, rigging, surfacing, and you know, what what other uh, types of uh, career options are there available within animation right now? Yeah, so it's a very broad field. Triggerfish is specifically focused on long format sort of film type animation, but there's obviously a massive gaming industry, which is much bigger than the film industry. And then there are other areas. There's obviously the sort of coming augmented reality and virtual reality, which is going to be part of everyone's future in our industry. And then there's um, architecture and, and industrial design, 
different fields where animation skills are used to visualize products or experiences, walk through buildings, etc. It's a very broad field, and just about every app that we use um, has some form of 2D animation inside of it because we want to interact with things in appealing ways. And so animation just keeps coming to the surface in, in just about everything that we're experiencing in what they call the fourth industrial revolution. And it, it, is, it is quite brilliant indeed. And I mean, I, I see that you've actually had um, quite a few uh, uh, just success stories, like, for instance, on your, your Facebook page as well with uh, some of the animators that you have been uh, just uh, tutoring or just having an, ex- uh, just having an, an experience to just uh, mentor. So could, could you tell us about uh, one or two of your potential animators and, uh, you, know, how, you know, how that experience just, uh, just, uh, just stuck with you and, and how um, it also impacted you? Yeah, what we did was we ran a, a little competition. It was quite informal. Um, we didn't do a heap of, of promotion on it, but we had a, a lovely response from local young people doing little animated films and submitting them to us, and um, we presented the winners at the Cape Town International Animation Festival earlier on this year. And since then, I've been interacting a little bit with them, you know, setting up sort of mentoring calls where I can get a better idea of their interests and what they're trying to do, what they want to accomplish, and just them. You know, when I started out, uh, it was very difficult to connect with animators, uh, professionals, and so you feel a little isolated. And we want the academy to become a kind of a bridge between aspirant animators and the professional industry, and to be able to offer guidance and direction, and for them to feel connected, so that um, it doesn't feel like this world a million miles away that they can't access, but um, that they could connect with us and get advice and direction from an early age. We really want to steer people um, as soon as we can so that they can uh, become focused on the right areas within the industry that their particular talents are most compatible with. And you know it's 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 amazing the work that you've done. I mean, I see, for instance, on your Facebook page, I was reading about uh, Celeste uh, Jamnik, who's also yeah. had quite uh, a, a, just quite and uh, just a wonderful experience just with uh, Triggerfish Academy, and how um, she's she has just progressed and and grown immensely. And the same with uh, Malcolm as well, and how uh, also his his skill sets have 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 grown uh, quite uh, remarkably. So I mean, it's I, I think that the key the key thing for me which i absolutely love is just uh accessibility because at the end of the day you don't want to just only um have uh, people from a privileged contingent to be able to to access these services you'd also want people from um Maybe if people, people from, from disadvantaged backgrounds, maybe you could also have some sort of a leg up and also have, uh, just, uh, just access to, to, uh, to a world where they'll, they'll just have endless possibilities. Absolutely. I think, uh, I do want to clarify Celeste and, and Malcolm's role in the academy later, but let me first address, um, what you're saying about, um, previously disadvantaged people and, and underprivileged people. Uh, giving them access to an industry that I think in some ways might seem exclusive. But um, it, it, at the core of animation is, is raw talent. It's the ability to observe and to draw from life and to share that using this medium. And we really want to encourage anybody who has this desire um, to find their way in, in animation. I've worked closely with young guys who were stuck in the sort of building industry who were in fact really talented artists and would during their lunch break draw. 
and um, somebody happened to see their drawings during lunch and presented their portfolio to me, and um, I then coached them. And in fact, Fiso Mutang, who's working with me here at Triggerfish on their next feature film, is one of those guys who was previously painting on a construction site. So I think what we hope to do is just open people's eyes and also parents' eyes to the possibilities in animation. I think certainly my parents were quite nervous when I said this is what I wanted to do because they sort of imagine you as a starving artist who never leaves home. Um, but actually, there are plenty of opportunities. And if someone's got talent, and we can groom them from an early age, then the sky's the limit, really, in terms of opportunities. And, you know, that is that is absolutely true. And, and you know, I, I actually, I wanted to ask more about uh, the uh, institutions that you that you partnered up with, the Goethe Institute. Um, I wanted to find out more about them and the Federal Ministry of Economic Cooperation and Development. Uh, you know, when uh, when you had approached them with this, uh, how did they receive this? And, and what were the challenges with regards to uh, structuring all of this? It's really interesting. So, yes, the, the Goethe Institute and the German Federal Ministry of Economic Cooperation and Development have been incredibly supportive and pretty much are the only reason we were able to do the first phase of the, the academy and to make it free. Um, but they actually heard about what we were trying to do and um, showed interest and we began talking. And they said, no, they wanted to support the initiative and, and put money behind it. So without them, we would have got nowhere. Um, but thanks to their support and their belief in what we're trying to do, we've been able to shoot all these videos, interview lots of professionals. Um, in fact, that's why um, Malcolm, you mentioned earlier, Malcolm Walter and Celeste Jamnik were involved as professionals giving their input into the academy. You'll find videos on them online. Um, but the, all of that um, happened because of the interest from the German government and via the Goethe Institute we were able to action this and bring a team together. And it took a while to um, assemble all these interviews. We, sh- we shot so much footage, hours and hours of footage, which we then trimmed down to these kind of bite-sized chunks that are accessible to young people. And, you know, I, as, I know that um, this is more or less targeted at, I mean, this is targeted at young people, but for anybody also who's looking at, because um, I know you had mentioned uh, the builders uh, the, the, that you that you were speaking about earlier, uh, but for anybody, let's say, who, such as myself, maybe in my, uh, my mid to late 30s, rather, and I decide to have a career switch, would that still be an option for me as well? Or for anybody within that, that age range or maybe slightly older? I would say so. Um, I would be hesitant um, to encourage someone who was just sort of bored with what they were doing to shift into animation. Um, You need to have a lot of passion and conviction about it. And, you know, in some ways, what we do as animators is we invest a little bit of our our souls in the characters that we're bringing to life. And it's not just a, a thing one would sort of on a whim say, well, I think I'd like to try that. I've always said to young people who show interest in animation that um, it's a tough business. It's a it's Hollywood in the sense that, like becoming an actor, it's highly competitive, um, and you need real passion to to drive you beyond the obstacles because there are lots of, lots of obstacles and it is tough. Um, the working hours are challenging, um, and it needs passion. So I, I would. Encourage someone who makes who wants to make a career shift um, deeper into their life, absolutely, but only if it's been something you've always wanted to do and just never kind of took the leap. Uh, it's not something to kind of go, mm, I think I'd like to give that a try. 
not that kind of job. That's the thing. I think, uh, and, and I love what you said. I mean, at the end of the day, as much as this is something that is uh, quite uh, intriguing, and especially for uh, aspiring creatives, uh, there are many questions to ask yourself, especially when it comes to uh, just just having just having that unwavering passion for it, and also the time and dedication. And if anything, uh, I think an extraordinary amount of patience would be required. Absolutely, and in fact, that's what we try to bring across uh, on the academy. The platform that's free, our main objective has been to help people see what kind of a job it is and how demanding it is. And then they can work out whether it's something they really want to pursue or not. So a, a large part of the content online is, is just talking to professionals about their experience, um, how they persuaded their parents to support them getting into this, and how it went um, studying and then making their way into the industry and the challenges, what they find hard about their job, what they love about their job. And, and I think, you know, it's very candid, it's very honest. It's people who are passionate about what they do, talking frankly about a business that they love, but it is also incredibly challenging. And I think, yeah, it's, it's always about, at the end of the day, we do have to, well, for anybody who is looking to pursue this seriously, um, you know, one certainly has to, has to be realistic. And uh, also just, uh, just when it comes to the, the many factors involved, uh, time and dedication are absolutely key. Absolutely. I am yeah, speaking right. to, uh, Tim Argel, uh, head creator of uh, Triggerfish Academy. You're listening to the weekend early show. And we are talking about uh, the Triggerfish Academy and asking the million dollar question. Is animation the career for you? And uh, this the, with uh, Triggerfish Academy, it's a twenty, it's a twenty-five uh, video course which is free, where you learn how to create your first animation. You know, just to test the waters to truly find out if this is something that you would really want to pursue. And you know, I'd love to just come back uh, before I even I actually want to ask about the parents, but before I even get to that, I'm, I'm curious, uh, Tim, with uh, your history in, in, in animation, were, were, were you always interested in animation? Or was this something that you pursued, um, you know, whilst you were uh, whilst you were actually involved in, in, in other uh, pursuits, career pursuits? I um, I kind of fell in love with animation as a kid. Um, I think I was twelve when I decided that it was going to be my career. I remember having to do a speech in primary school. We, everyone had to talk about careers that interested them, and I, I decided my speech was going to be about animation. And I'd already done some sort of research just out of interest, and so I, I prepared my little talk. But I don't think I looked back um, from that day. I just kept chipping away at it, trying to work out um, how to become an animator. But in those days, there wasn't a college in this country you could study animation. Um, I could find one book in the library about animation. Yes. And, um, yeah, I was pretty much self-taught. It's been a, an uphill struggle, but I'm glad to say that we've got a, an established industry today and lots of professionals who can guide young people who are interested today. And I mean, uh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I think what will be comforting to parents is that especially this is from the fact that uh, this is part of Triggerfish, which is an award winning um, an animation uh, a company. You know, I think that's that mm. should be the one thing that should also just uh, put parents at ease. And I know that there may be certain animation uh, myths about, um, you know, uh, being involved uh, in this, uh, this sort of career, or you know, just choosing this as a career. So, what are what are some myths that uh, most people have about this, and how can you put uh, parents who are listening at ease if, if this is what their children want to do with their lives? I suppose the biggest one is that it, 
can't possibly be a viable career. Um, right. I think a lot of people think, sure, you know, you're just going to be drawing cartoons or people would call it Popeye. Um, but it really is um, a sector that is booming around the world and we can't really measure where it's headed. We just know that there's going to be a, a, a bigger demand for it than there currently is. And there's right now a huge demand. Um, we're actually currently recruiting a triggerfish for animators for their next production and finding it very difficult to find um, the skill levels that we require um, at the level that we work. So it's so important for our industry to continually inject um, talent into this world and to groom them and train them so that they are ready for the working world. Another like common misconception about animation is that you have to be able to draw in order to animate. And um, we address that on in the videos. I'm not going to go into too much detail. Um, hopefully people are interested and go and watch. But um, it is a bit of a myth. I know some great animators who don't draw well. Oh, that's also that's it's quite fascinating because I think that's that's what uh, certain people who may have an interest in this may find uh, rather intimidating that uh, you know that drawing wasn't necessarily their um, you know wasn't their strength especially uh, during primary school progressing into high school but I think it's comforting that of course there is the digital side of this which is also another uh, which is always an um, a- another option. That's right, and animation has got a, a very technical element to it. Um, there are people that I'm working with at the moment who are they're rocket scientists. Um, but if you ask them to draw something, um, it's not going to be easy for them to illustrate what they're trying to get across. They'd rather sit down and write pages and pages of code. So there are layers to the business, and as we complement one another, the people who are more artistic versus those who are more technical, um, you know, we we have to do this in a collaborative environment because animation is so complex and time-consuming that it takes, you know, 150 people to make a film at least, if not more. And that's the thing. I think, you know, you know, it also I always keep in, uh, keep in mind. And this also, I think, will allow many parents or anybody else who may be thinking of uh, seriously pursuing this is that whenever you watch, especially for any animated film, when you watch the credits, the end credits, you, you will always get a sense of, of what a large team it, it takes to make such an extraordinary animation. And, 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 you know, it's, it's, um, like you were saying, it's, it's, uh, there, there's so many, there's so many people that feature from your, um, you know, your, your character designer to, um, anybody else who's doing anything digital coding, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, it is, it is quite a, a large production. And of course, uh, you know, one that, uh, when it comes to making an animation, just even making, making one, I mean, I know that's, uh, I mean, just off of the top of my head, one of the Pixar ones usually take about three to four years just to be able to complete. No, that's right. It's a very long process, and it's divided into different stages of the story development, and yes. then what we call pre-production, where all the design happens and the different characters are prepared for the production process where they actually get to perform. And it's that stage that um, requires so much um, diverse different talents coming together to prepare the elements for the animators who are the people who give the performances to bring those characters to life. They're essentially a bit like digital puppets. Um, You just don't have strings anymore. You have lots of little controls that you use to manipulate them with. But yeah, it it takes a a whole lot of people behind the scenes preparing those different what we call assets so that the animators can work with them and bring them to life.
Absolutely, and it's it's it's. I don't know. This term just came to 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 mind. Um, it's it's more of a considering how many people are involved in the whole pr- process. It's more of an animation army. I don't know if that would ever make any. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. that's a good way of thinking about it. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's it's rather encouraging when you see how much work you actually see how much work does go into this, and it's it's absolutely rewarding when you see the end product at the end of the day. And you know, like like uh, you had also mentioned also earlier that you were grooming, uh, you also uh, groomed and and roped in many of uh, you know brighter stars such as Malcolm uh, Volpo, who you mentioned earlier, and uh, you worked yeah. on who worked on projects the the Net- Netflix's first uh, animated original film from Africa, Mama K's uh, T- Team Four, and. Um, also, Annika Pinar as well, also uh, working at uh, Illumination in Paris on a Sing 2. So, I mean, it's, I mean, I think it's, it's just, it's, it's so encouraging and, 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 and inspiring that the opportunities are endless and the fact that um, you, you also have, you can also have a global reach as far as being an, an animator is concerned. Yeah, that's right. I'd actually love to just zoom in on Annika Pinar for a moment yes. because um, she actually trained with me directly out of college and, um, her showreel was reasonably good. Uh, a showreel is a way of uh, a student demonstrating their abilities in a little video. And when I looked at her, I thought, yeah, she's got potential. But she was so insistent on doing an internship with me and um, said she'd bring her own computer. And when I said I didn't have space for her, she said she'd bring her own table. <laughs> but I finally <laughs> agreed to letting her um, intern with us. And having watched her skyrocket through her career in the last five or six years, she's now working in Paris for Illumination McGuff, who are the people that do the Despicable Me films and Sing. I think she's working on Sing 2 at the moment. So absolutely, um, being able to be part of somebody's journey like that and to watch them progress and build the skills that make them invaluable to an industry that's demanding these skills um, is incredibly satisfying, actually, and, and she and I are still very good friends. Oh, that's and that's that's fantastic. It's extraordinary to see, uh, especially to see a fellow animator shine on the world stage, and you know, knowing, knowing that you have imparted your skills as well to also uh, just you know assist somebody in their in their um, in their career as well. It's, it's it's absolutely it's absolutely brilliant. And also, I just have two more questions before I round off the conversation. Ooh. Um, I just, I just like to, to find out, uh, you know, from you, what are, uh, final words of advice that you have for, um, aspiring animators, um, even for, uh, also just for, for teachers or any other organizations that would love to be involved with, uh, Triggerfish Academy? What, what words do you have for them? Well, the first thing you should do is go and visit the site, um, at triggerfish.com and follow that academy tab because there's a whole lot of content there that I would love to have had my hands on when I was younger. And um, it'll really just give you a clear picture of what kind of a world animation is and whether you're suited to it. And then if you're an educator or a parent and you you know people that are interested, um, yeah, it would just really help them to point them in that direction. The Internet is a huge resource, and what we've done is just a very small part of a whole lot of material that is available online. But I think uh, today's Internet user needs to be discerning, and it is quite hard to find um, the right material because there's a lot of stuff out there, and some of it's not that helpful. And that's what we're hoping to do is just to steer people and curate content so that they find the the most valuable material that's available as well as creating um, more content ourselves. 
and also making it um, specifically relevant to a local audience and to South Africans because we want to encourage South Africans to animate and to tell their stories. We want to really bring the voice of Africa to the rest of the world. And I think the world is excited about hearing what we have to say. Um, Black Panther, I think, is a good example of a film that had an African identity that the whole world got excited about. Sorry, I'm getting sidetracked now. Um, the other thing I think I would just say, if you're interested in animation and it's kind of in your DNA, then fuel it. Watch animated films and try. Just try and do some animation. Don't be intimidated by the idea that when you try something, it doesn't look as good as a Pixar movie or a Triggerfish movie. Um, just keep doing it because each time you make a little film or a little piece of animation, you're learning. And the more you do, the better you get. If you if you don't do it, you'll never learn. So it's never been easier to make an animated film. Um, with a digital camera, you can um, just shoot objects or your toys, things in your room, um, and make them move and get the, the satisfaction of seeing something come to life. So, yeah, the best advice I can give is just start because the moment you get the ball rolling, um, that bug kind of catches inside and then you just can't stop doing it and it becomes more and more thrilling as you go. And it is certainly a, a thrilling career choice. And if that is you listening at home, or if you have children who have expressed their interest in animation, please do visit the Triggerfish Academy website. A wealth of information, uh, many videos to watch as well. And I, 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 I guarantee you, uh, you will have a wealth of information um, at your fingertips. And of course, the very best tutelage from uh, the from Triggerfish Animation. And Tim, I just like to say thank you so much uh, for this informative chat about an animation and you know uh, we're wishing Triggerfish Academy all the best and looking forward to spotting uh, more of your uh, an, um, an, uh, animate, uh, animation superstars hopefully we will see the, more of them while well, we will see more and more of them on, on the world stage uh, thank you so much thank you and Paul thanks for the opportunity to share what we're doing and um, yeah we do look forward to uh, bringing more local talent into the limelight Absolutely. And it's all about uh, promoting uh, the African narrative with uh, animation and uh, Triggerfish does that superbly. Thank you so much, Tim. Thank you. Thanks for